Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. Well, today we've decided to mix things up a bit and we have a very special honorary guest on the Untaming Femininity podcast that goes by the name of Megena. Megena, how does it feel to be here? Very honorable guest. <laughs> you are indeed. It's very strange. It feels like, what? Uh, am I on the other side of the podcast now? <laughs> oh, but thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, let's see where we get this to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smiling, actually, just to even hear you say this, because I know that today we're going to be talking about simply being. So maybe we need to get nowhere in particular. Exactly. I love that. Simply being. Mm -mm. <laughs> that was a cheeky little noise. What's there for you when you are with simply being? There is peace when I'm simply being. There's no expectations. There is no judgment and no saboteur and no inner critics telling me that I need to do stuff. I need to get places. I have worlds to save. I have people to save. <laughs> so, so it's very much being in the moment with no worry and no attachment to time, to places, to goals, to whatever I need to reach, to anything. Sounds like a really peaceful place to be. Yes, it is. And it doesn't come, I feel, that easy. It, it's like my experience of it. It's like when I overdo things and I'm smashed to this corner of that I need to be because there is no alternative and and now recently what I've done is it's a conscious choice that I am being and I'm not necessarily doing stuff and I've become much better at it yeah where it's just like I uh, put time for myself and and sometimes just glowing in the air doing nothing and being with my own thoughts and feelings and usually I come very powerful away from that space when I am with, with myself and I connect with myself. So I need that. I definitely yeah. need that. Yeah. Well, the impact you're having actually, as I feel you there, is that I don't really want to even ask you that many questions because I'm like, wow, this is a lovely place to be with Megena. <laughs> yeah, actually, I am being in this space right now. I'm not very talkative and I don't know how much, how good is that for a podcast? <laughs> It's perfect. We'll find the words and they'll come in their own time, yeah. in their own being way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it is a wonderful place to, to be. And, and as I also said before, it's not like it has come that easy because there's always, especially in the, in the world that we're living in, right? There's so fast paced and everything comes with, with achievements. Like your success is so tied up to achievements and who you are and what you're doing in life and how much money you've made and 
And the opposite of that in that term, when it comes to my life is I know that I'm fulfilled with what I do. I mean, I love what I do. I really do. And, and that has made the being easy because it gives me fulfillment. It gives me energy, the things that I'm doing. I love what I'm doing, basically. Yeah, you can feel that big time. And I'm getting curious again for our listeners around what happens when you're not in that being place and you really want to be there? What helps you to return? Mm. I can feel it. It's just this constant, continuous communication with self. And I can feel when I have passed over the line, you know, that it has become too much. As coaches, we work with people all the time and it craves a lot of our attention, ourself, basically, even though we do get a lot from the coaching and our clients. I think it's a feeling thing that I know when I've overloaded and I need that time away from people and to, to just be and take care of myself. I think that's, that's crucial because for me to be present in everything I do and everything around me and in people around me, the self-care part is very important. Yeah. How do you best honor your self-care? I don't have routines as you do, Sam, but I, I do definitely take time off every day. And that's my routine, like easy morning, always connecting to self. Like, it's funny because yes, I have meditated uh, for some time, but, but in the morning I do take time to read because I think I'm, I'm very... I'm very fresh or my mind is very fresh and I absorb better. I do as well take time in the evening to wind down and read. But I notice in the evening, I'll read a paragraph 15 times and it doesn't just go in <laughs> because I'm so tired. So it's mostly to get away from, from all the electronics and everything, switch everything off and then wind down with a book. It's a good winding down routine. Yeah, I hear lots around kind of slowing down and getting back into your body and yeah, just that gentleness really with self. Yeah, yes, definitely gentleness and continuous communication because I feel sometimes I'm so much, I have so much energy, right? So I need to use that energy. I know that I need to use that energy and do things right there, right then because it feels like, oh, it's going to leave me <laughs> and I will be a, a little bit in that dip again. And it goes a little bit in waves, but when I'm top energy, I'm very much in the doing, doing. So, and then in the low, I'm, I'm in the being. Yeah, riding that wave. <laughs> I'm smiling big time here because I know you're all about water, you know, you're a water sign. And then like the riding the wave just seemed to be like the perfect image when it comes to you, when you're being, you know, in your full being, actually. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I'd love to ask you, in terms of your own sensuality, how does simply being enhance that for you? Yeah, it's very much about that. It's very much about being with my senses, like playing with my senses, dancing with my senses. <laughs> so, yeah. And what else? It is the connection again, that we have been talking so much in our podcast. Uh, so for me, sensuality, it's not just senses, but it's connection to self. And then allowing that part to come through, 
And, and to me, it's very much when I'm connected to self, it's just like embracing all that range. And sensuality doesn't mean for me just being gentle and soft, but it's also in the courageous and creative and strong and powerful. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes to the whole range. And actually, as you're talking, I'm just remembering your journey, you know, from when I first met you at the beginning of leadership to now. And celebrating actually how much more range you allow yourself to show, to be with, you know, it's incredible. It's like so many different shades get to come through. Thank you for that. I think, yes, I've been very much in personal development, I think my whole life. (laughs) But something clicked with, with leadership in terms of ownership, owning more myself and feeling the world is full of opportunities and possibilities. And I, and I can when I own myself. Yes, you can. <laughs> and I saw a little bit of Athena coming through there. And, um, you know, she comes through differently when we're recording these podcasts. And this time she just felt very serene and yet also very here. <laughs> I could feel her strength and her claiming from a, from a flowing place. Yes, indeed. She's here. (laughs) So in terms of that claiming, Nagena, what are you claiming right now in this moment? (laughs) um, I'm I'm claiming the being, Sam. (laughs) I mean, I'm claiming all the imperfections and I'm embracing all that and claiming who I am with no comparison to anyone else and with no judgment to who I actually am. Uh, It's just like that full self-love and permission to just be me, honestly. I love that. And I also want to add in what I see you claiming is your space and the spaciousness of it. As a person, you allow a lot of space. And I see you in a comfortable place letting that just be right now and not trying to fill it to people please or to you know um to be socially acceptable and that energy is coming through Hmm. that's good 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 (laughs) thank you so you know we like to give a few tips don't we to our listeners in these podcast episodes and I would love to ask you what are your top tips if you were to just name a few for simply being in order to kind of feel more into our central selves. Remember to breathe, take time to breathe and pause. With that comes filling your own cup, filling your own cup because if you don't fill your own cup, there is nothing to give to other people. And we've said it so often, you know, that oxygen mask first to yourself. Mm -hmm. Continuous communication with self make space for that continuous communication with self because it's so important to again take that time to communicate and and notice and uh, see where you are and what needs you're not covering to yourself I think it's basic these are really basic like what is it that I need right now and putting those needs first yeah I love them I love those ideas and tips and I'm just kind of thinking of myself, you know, I like to journal when I want to communicate with myself. And I realize not everybody's a writer or, or, you know, 
wants to do it in that way. Do you have any other kind of ideas as to how people can have that dialogue without necessarily writing it down if that doesn't suit them? Well, I use journaling as well, but not necessarily these days. And what I do these days, it's just like wander in nature, go for walks, train, dance, and even the communication is in the shower, like anywhere, you know, if you, while cooking. So it doesn't necessarily need to be something like a specific ritual for me, right? But it's, it's more like when I'm with myself, so, so any activity that I'm doing that I'm being by myself, it's, it's just communicating with self and closing my eyes sometimes just for five seconds, 10 seconds. Thank you so much for sharing those tips. And I would also love to ask you, what are you longing for right now in terms of sensuality? Amplifying it and not making myself small because I do see the tendency as well sometimes, especially when I meet people that either in the area of better than, that I would put them better than or less than that I will make myself to fit to where they are. And that is, that is a good coaching skill in a way, like meeting people where they are. But in terms of personal, it's, I would like to own that shyness and that my full range basically, and wherever I am. So that's the longing. It has been so lovely interviewing you on our podcast. You're wise, you're warm, you're generous, you're honest. You're vulnerable and strong and so many other things. And you're not going just yet, lady, because you know what's coming, don't you? No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. It is. And of course, you're my guest for today. You know how this works, right? Oh, yeah, 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 I do. Right, so you get a few choices. Let one is the first one. Patience or urgency? I would love to go for patience. (laughs) I hear a butler. Yes, but um, yeah, doesn't well doesn't come that easy. But yes, I'm I'm getting trained. Yes, patience. Stimulation. Or contemplation? Stimulation. Mm. Self-touch or vibrator? Vibrator. Meditation or penetration? Penetration. (laughs) I knew you'd say that, you naughty mix. Of course. <laughs> and for our last wildfire question of this podcast episode, married at first sight Australia or the news? <laughs> you know that. You know. <laughs> I mean, you've got two choices here. You can give like the politically correct answer, can't you? Or what your heart's really wanting you to say. What is that, McGinna? No, I would like some mindless entertainment. And that is <laughs> Australia. Mafsa all the way. Yes. Seriously, thanks so much for 
letting me be with you today. It's relaxing and it's filling my cup. Oh, thank you, Sam. And thank you so much. It, it was so lovely to be in a different way together. I'm so happy today, Sam, because I get to pay back the honor of having you as a guest in our podcast. <laughs> it's, I can see that it's a new trend starting now. <laughs> Indeed, it is, McKenna. And I am going to be honest, right? I'm feeling slightly nervous. What's the nervousness about? Well, what's she going to ask me? You know, like, I've no idea. You've got a cheeky look on your face. This could go anywhere. Exactly. It could go anywhere. And I have no idea where it might go. So I'm fully in and I will be messy. So be with me. And, uh, and let's start with that. What does being messy mean to you? Honestly, the moment you said the word messy, everything began to relax um, because I am bloody messy. <laughs> I'm, I leave stuff everywhere. You know, I cry. I, <laughs> I emote. Um, I don't get everything right. And, you know, when I'm allowed to just be that, my full humanity can come through and... I just feel liberated and I, I actually also feel like I'm being who I'm meant to be as a leader when I'm in my mess. So you've actually opened this in a way that has empowered me by the mere use of that word mess. That's amazing because what I see opening up for you, it's a lot of freedom and a lot of liberation as you were talking about. Yeah. So what else opens up when you are in that mess? Yeah, it's permission, it's range. I know we've talked about range a lot. When I'm messy, any place is okay because mess is everything <laughs> at the same time. So I can wear my unmatching clothes and weird makeup <laughs> and be a bit this and a bit that and coupled together in my own eccentric, unique way. And I'm love like that. And I love that about you. I love that, you know, the, I wouldn't call it messiness, but all this full permission of who you are and ownership of who you are, because it inspires and it also gives me permission to just own it and, and be who I am. So thank you, Sam. You're an inspiration. Thanks, Magena. I'm certainly eclectic. And I have to say, I have had a long journey with that because I've always been this way. But for a period in my life of about 10 years, I felt in my working life like I needed to kind of keep that part in check. And so I reduced myself. I diminished the colors and, you know, it had an impact. And as soon as I came out of that phase, <laughs> it was just this like huge desire coming up in me to totally go the other way and actually never keep myself under wraps or you know pushed down for the sake of what I thought others were expecting to see from me and so you know who I am now is that it's that kind of <laughs> it's the flip side it's like you know our leader in the leadership journey Danny he once likened me to being a stripy sock turned inside out <laughs> I kind of got turned inside out in my process. Um, 
and yeah it, I just feel like now I get to own all of it <laughs> in its own crazy way yeah because I know you right and also working with you you have all that range. I mean, yes, you're giving full permission to that side of you, to the messy. And at the same time, you're also so structured. Yeah. Right. So, so you have that full range and, and going, you know, like this ease dance, the dancing with ease in between and what is needed in the moment. I think you're amazing at that. Thank you so much. I feel really seen. It's lovely to have this interview actually. And yeah, not, not many people would maybe imagine that I'm a highly structured person because I'm a creative and a little bit out there. And I am, you know, I do have routine and actually it feels really important for me to have routine because I am very, um, what shall I say? I have a very dynamic experience of life. And so there's a part of me that needs to have some structure so that there are some parameters, you know, it makes me feel safe. And yeah, it does enable me to maintain my energy levels and to have a framework in which my expressive self can freely explore. Mm. Yeah, that's great because it seems like you have found your way of how you work best. Yeah. You know, and what is it that you need? to unfold the messiness or the structure or you know anything in between right that's amazing yeah I mean my my schedule is a little bit monastic in the fact that I'm you know up at the crack of dawn as you know every morning like six o'clock rise <laughs> rising with the larks and for me that's really important to honor that because going back a bit to sensuality that precious hour when nobody else is around me <laughs> uh, or awake necessarily and you know I go out for a jog or a walk in nature my senses are so wide open and I get to ingest life and what wants to come through that day through me in that time um, so it's a really grounding and spirited way to begin my day and it's one that I have honored now for many years even though it means, you know, I'm in bed really early at night and I have very clear cutoff points, you know. I'm doing that so that I get to be able to awaken to my essential experience before I begin the to-do list <laughs> in the day. Yes. And I would probe a little bit more into your sensuality and your messiness. How do they coexist? <laughs> That's such a great question, Magoma. And they really do. And I actually think this is quite an important message for anybody like, you know, wanting to dig deeper into sensuality, because I feel like the images projected of sensuality for women tend to look very glossy and very perfect and <laughs> well sculpted and, and all of this. And so it's bringing me back to sensuality coming from the inside out and having many different expressions sometimes when I speak to my own experience here sometimes it's fiery <laughs> and dirty and full-on and you know wild and the next minute it's soft and shy and gentle and receiving and delicate you know um 
and then it's playful <laughs> and bubbly and communicative and yeah it has it has so many different different ways that it wants to show up our sensuality is not just limited to looking sexy wearing sexy underwear and being an image of what we think a man or a woman wants us to look like and what has contributed to your owning of that sensuality great question my journey with tantra has really contributed to it as it has put me in such full contact with my own sensuality and again i've experienced that in a profound physical way and energetic way and i feel very privileged to have those experiences with an amazing teacher and yeah just those experiences alone have enabled me to embody my sensuality to take it seriously to know that it's a sacred and um wanted part of me and yeah that's been a really big contributor you know another thing is that when i was in my early 20s i would often read erotic fiction and books around fantasy and i realized that this was something that not only aroused me but also triggered a deeper understanding of how i tick on a central level and i realized that you know words and um an imaginative description of sensual experience actually is such a powerful contributor to my own sensuality and i still have a little bit of a question in my own mind which a friend planted many years ago <laughs> and it's around writing that type of literature because i have plenty of ideas <laughs> they're very sensual and you haven't written any yet or have you have you been keeping that secret <laughs> from me well i have written um fantasies down but i've never gone to the stage of turning them into a, a book or something like that and and here i am thinking you know what like maybe i should you know <laughs> you've only got one life and if these are ideas that, and these ideas are there for a reason so watch this space yes please i'm watching it <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what like just to to really give the other side of this then megena you know i'm comfortable here talking to you about this and stuff and i'm also aware of like a little bit of fear in me you know like gosh that that kind of fear how i would be judged if i wrote that type of thing <laughs> if i wouldn't be seen as a good girl and whether that's you know overstepping a mark somehow it's all these things come silly really because actually it's very natural our sensuality and we all have it and i know i'm able to communicate mine through words so you know there's nothing to judge about that exactly and and that is your gift and we want to accept or not most of us do have fantasies i mean that's how we live so so it it's very daring and courageous and just a quick reminder we have been speaking about it and no more the good girl <laughs> yes actually as i was saying that i was thinking that like we banished her several weeks ago right yes so i'm looking forward to what's coming and i'm watching the space <laughs> and there will be much that will come i can tell you
Oh, yeah. Amazing. So embracing the mess in this podcast. Is there something that you do to actively embrace it or does it come naturally or is it intuitively or how, how does it work for you? You ask brilliant questions. I love that question. <laughs> yeah, I do actually. I am making a conscious and active choice to be out there in my own individual way. So yeah, wearing my hair in a silly style, laughing. <laughs> being playful, fucking up, naming that, getting emotional. Yeah, I, I, every day I really do seek to show my human. Um, and if there's one thing, honestly, on this earth I can do, <laughs> it's that. And if that helps even one person somehow, then it's all worth it for me. And thank you for showing up uh, who you are, Sam, with all your quirkiness. We love you like that. And it makes the impact that it has on me. It's always this excitement to come and see you because how are you showing up today? <laughs> you never know what's going to come, right? <laughs> yeah. So, McKenna, I am feeling like you're going to be directing me somewhere a little uncomfortable now am I correct of course you are oh. what do you think that you're gonna go without your wildfire round <laughs> oh my gosh I just feel like today is like a dose of my own medicine big time first question untamed or messy god that's a great question Untamed. Love that. <laughs> Sexier. <laughs> passionate kiss or passionate sex? Ooh. Oh, passionate sex. Yes. Fantasy or reality? I love this question. <laughs> wow, that one, you know. Ooh. I'm going to go with fantasy. Hmm. Okay. That, becomes, re that becomes real. <laughs> That's what I want. Unexpected. Amazing. Tantra or nature? Oh my God. Oh, I really have to choose. Yeah. Unfortunately. Nature. Lovely. And the last one, experiencing climax or doing a podcast. Hmm. Oh, Megana, I love you and I love our podcast and it has to be the climax. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no need. <laughs> no need for apologies. It is what it is. <laughs> Oh, thank you, my dear. Thank you for being you. Thank you for elevating the spirit and embracing the mess, embracing the whole you and inspiring everyone you encounter. So thank you. Thank you. This has been incredible. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. 
Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.